Merry Christmas, everyone. This is a joyous occasion. We're celebrating the fact that God chose to become man. He became human. And this can be kind of strange for us to grasp or consider. Why is it that God would do such a thing? What was his reasoning? And perhaps a story from a famous radio show host can help us understand. This story comes from uh, Paul Harvey. The story goes like this. There's a man who's generally a good man, uh, loving, caring, kind towards others. And he struggles, though, to believe that God would do such a thing, that, that God would actually become human. It just didn't make sense to him. And so, as his family was getting ready to um, celebrate Christmas at the church, he found himself not wanting to go because he didn't think it would make sense to celebrate something that he struggled to believe in himself. And so, he told his wife and his children that he was just going to stay there at the house and they can go ahead and go to the celebration, that they can go to the midnight mass. And he watched as they drove off, and he's looking out the window, and it starts to snow, and he spends a few minutes watching the snow fall. But then he goes over to his fireplace, takes out the newspaper, and starts to read. But he hears something. It was a thud. And he thought that was odd and wasn't sure what it was, but then there was another one. And it just kept coming again and again. He thought, well, maybe somebody's throwing snowballs at my, my living room window. So he rushes out and he looks and what he sees is a flock of birds huddled together under his window. He realizes the birds must have been caught in the storm. And feeling sorry for them, he decides that he wants to give them someplace to be protected, some shelter, some warmth, so that they don't freeze to death. So he decides he's going to open up his barn for them. So he goes back in, gets his coat, puts his boots on, goes out and opens the doors to the barn and turns on the light, hoping that that would be enough. But the birds don't respond. They just kind of stay there huddled together under the window. So he tries to come up with another way to help the birds find their way to safety in, in the nice, warm barn. He goes back inside, he gets some bread, he creates this, this trail of breadcrumbs that just leads up into the barn, thinking that that would work, but it didn't. So he thought, well, maybe I can catch them and then carry them in, but they would just fly away from him. So he thought, well, maybe I can just, I can guide them in. So walking around them, um, moving his arms around to try to, to get them to go into the barn. But instead, they would just kind of scatter and go all sorts of different directions, but not towards the barn. And so he realized that they must be afraid of him, that they must think that he's some sort of huge, terrifying creature, that they don't trust him, that they're, they're scared of him. And so he thinks to himself, well, if only I could get them to trust me. If only I could help them understand that I'm trying to help them, not hurt them. If only I could speak to them in a way that they would understand. If I could relate to them in a way that they could accept it. Then maybe I could guide them into the barn. But I'd have to become a bird like them. 
At that moment, the bells of the church started to ring. The midnight service had begun. And as he heard the bells and listened, he just kind of sank to his knees. Because then he got it. He understood. He understood why God would become man. It's so that he can show us the way to safety. So that he can save us. So he can relate to us in a way that we can understand. So that we won't be scared of him. Our sins separate us from God. He wants to save us from the coldness of that separation, to draw us back into the warmth of his love. He wants to dispel our fear by revealing his love. And when we think about love, one of the ways we can recognize it is by how much someone is willing to suffer in order for our benefit. And if we look at what God was willing to do, that he was willing to become man and to suffer his passion and death so that he can defeat death through his resurrection and offer us the opportunity for heaven, that reveals the love of God. So every time we look at the crucifix, we can recognize how much God loves us because he showed us how much he's willing to suffer for our sake. Jesus himself tells us in the Gospel of John For no one has greater love than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And Jesus certainly did that for all of us, to offer us the opportunity to be in heaven. And so he reveals to us his love through his suffering. And that can dispel our fear. But he also wants to be an example for us, to show us how to live a life of holiness, to show us how it would look for a human being to follow all the commandments of the Heavenly Father so that through His example we can follow Him. Follow Him because He ascended into heaven. And so He's showing us how to live a good and holy life so that we can be in heaven too. But in order for us to be in heaven, we also must have a share in the life of God. And so that's another reason why He came. God became man so that we can have a share in the divine life of God. St. Irenaeus tells us, For this is why the Word became man, and the Son of God became the Son of man, so that man, by entering into communion with the Word, and thus receiving divine sonship, might become a Son of God. So it's by God's grace won for us on the cross that we become adopted children of God through the reception of that grace in baptism. And so these four reasons are why God became man. The story reveals some of them, but Scripture reveals all of them. And so we have these reasons for us to believe. But still it can be difficult. Sometimes we can think, oh, well, this is just a story, a legend, but actually it really did happen. Many of the sites that we hear about in sacred Scripture we can actually visit in the Holy Land. Not right now, they're they're having some conflict. But people have visited those sites. Uh, We can see these different places. The birthplace of Jesus is one that I visited twice when I went to the Holy Land. It's one of the few sites that didn't have its cathedral destroyed by invading armies. So we know exactly where it happened. But it can still be difficult for us to believe. And so it's helpful for us to have a depiction, a visual to understand what what took place. And that's why St. Francis of Assisi created the nativity scene. 
He gave us this image to help us understand the reality that the God of the universe really did become man. He really was born here on earth. And different passages in Scripture give us certain details of who was in charge, who the rulers were at the time, so that we can recognize this is history. This isn't just a story, but reality. So that we can accept this reality. So that we can focus on the love that God has for us and allow ourselves to be transformed by that love. But it can still be difficult for us. There's so many other things that, that take place in our lives, so many things that can pull us away from God. Even if it's not sinful itself, it can distract us from the time that we should spend with God. But it's easier to go towards God when we do so together, when we do so as a family, when we do so with friends, to gather together to worship God and receive His grace, which we do every Sunday. And actually, we have Mass available every day. But even to gather as a family together and to pray together as a family, even if it's just a few prayers before bed, can be very beneficial for everyone in the family. And so it's good for us to journey together towards God, to help us stay focused on our relationship with Him, so that we can one day be with Him forever in heaven. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, as we are celebrating the Incarnation this Christmas Day, recognizing how the God of the universe loved us so much that he was willing to become man to give up his life to make up for all of the sins of all of humanity for all time. We should also be mindful in the many other ways that God comes to us, especially as he comes to us fully and completely in the most Holy Eucharist.